0: Hello and welcome to the Gestalt IT Rundown, your weekly look at the IT News of the Week. I'm your host, Rich Straffolino. I'm coming to you from the lovely Sips and Such Coffee House in beautiful Middleburg Heights, Ohio. Thank them so much for helping me out. I had a slight fiber outage at my house, making it super fun. But let's jump right in to your IT News of the Week. Big news coming out of uh, your favorite chipmaker, TSMC. They disclosed Friday that they were hit with a virus that disrupted up to 80% of their fabrication tools. And they've said that the virus was introduced during software installation and would lead to delayed chip shipments. Easy for me to say. TSMC has a customer base that includes Apple, Huawei, MediaTek, and NVIDIA. So some big names could potentially be seeing some delays on chip deliveries uh, coming up, particularly Apple, which relies very heavily on TSMC for their production uh we'll see though if they are able to prioritize them or who's going to get the short end of the straw my guess is mediatek the company reported that no personal or confidential information was exposed as a result it seems like some malicious person was just being a jerk and disrupting them um i really hope this was some kind of old pc running windows vista and they just were clicking through all of the uh, windows uh you know are you sure you want to install this yeah sure whatever no problem maybe some kind of uh, faulty wizard, or someone just running a terrible Flash game. Speaking of chips, uh, Tesla announced that they're working on a dedicated AI chip over the course of the last two to three years, specifically designed for autonomous vehicles. The chip will supposedly offer a order of magnitude improvement over current NVIDIA hardware, according to the never-bloviating CEO, Elon Musk. Uh, however, Ars Technica points out it's unclear if he's referencing the performance of Nvidia's current Drive PX2 platform that's used in current Tesla models since 2016, or the announced PX2 Pegasus platform, which itself uh, claims to have an announced or claims to have a 10x performance improvement over its uh, predecessor. Musk said the chip will achieve superior performance running on neural net on bare metal, as opposed to the emulation offered in competing chips. NVIDIA might be the current ML processing king, but I think this is a really important signifier. You know, Tesla is not exactly an enterprise company, but I think it shows that while NVIDIA really leads when it comes to current, uh, you know, uh, they're the first in mind when it comes to current AI and ML workloads, they're really still a general purpose solution and We're seeing this now with Google and their Tensor processors, now uh, Tesla coming into this. We're going to be seeing a whole swath of FPGAs uh, that are going to be coming out uh, with specific AI workloads in mind, AI ML workloads in mind. So, you know, I think NVIDIA has a really great position to be in, but it's not as rock solid as it might seem on the face. Alright, in everybody's favorite lawsuit news, Arista Networks agreed to settle a pending patent infringement lawsuit for $400 million, ultimately avoiding trial and a proposed production, product ban by the ITC. The suit was originally brought by Cisco in 2014, alleging that Arista brazenly copied the company's switching software. As part of the settlement, Arista agreed to give up their 2016 lawsuit alleging anti-competitive behavior from Cisco. Not a lot uh, coming out here. Obviously, a lot of behind-the-scenes wrangling here. But this has been going on for quite a while. Like I said, uh, 2014 was the original lawsuit. Uh, $400 million feels like a lot more for Arista than it is necessarily for Cisco. And I think the bigger news here is that it gets that anti-competitive uh, suit off their back, which could have had big implications for Cisco and uh you know, it might have shaken up the landscape a little bit more. Uh, I don't think uh, it necessarily will have any big impacts on day-to-day or even, you know, Rista's long-term viability or anything like that. But I'm sure Cisco's glad to have that uh, anti-competitive uh, lawsuit off their hands. Interesting report coming out uh, from Bloomberg. It reports that China is laying the groundwork to expand their cloud business in the country in in China. Excuse me. Talks have been ongoing since early 2018 with Tencent, Inspir, and other Chinese cloud companies. The proposed partnerships would include uh, providing G Suite services in China, but be hosted by partner data centers. Notably, Alibaba isn't listed in the report, meaning Google may be looking to compete directly with the cloud giant, or as direct as you can be. In China, this is not surprising. If you're following the Chinese market with any kind of IT or technology companies in general, the you know kind of way to go about competing in the country is partner up with someone local, let them handle all the regulatory kerfuffles. Uh, we saw Amazon recently sell off a lot of physical infrastructure and hardware in the country to be able to continue operating AWS with partners in the country. So not all that surprising. Um, but you know, Google getting in bed uh, with China. Definitely has big implications for their bottom line. They're the number two, uh, you know, kind of uh, cloud market in the world. Um, And so, you know, AWS doesn't know if you have a stronghold there. Both of them are going to be competing, uh, AWS already is, with Alibaba Cloud, which, you know, is the gorilla in the room in that market. We'll see if they're going to be able to disrupt someone that's a, you know, China is, uh, uh, can be very insular when it comes to their technology uh, companies. I think this is the right approach by Google being naturally conservative and saying, hey let's let's go with people that know the market. We don't have to be the regulatory bad guys. you know we're just providing services. they're doing uh, everything when it comes to compliance and that kind of stuff. I think it's the right approach, whether it'll be successful, that's another question. And finally, interesting news coming out of Salesforce. They announced that the current company president and vice chairman, Keith Block, would join Mark Benioff as the co-CEO of the CRM giant. Block joined Salesforce in 2013, and both he and Benioff started with Oracle way back in 1986. I was one year old. Congratulations. Block will be focused on operations, while Benioff will continue to focus on products, technology, and company culture. Fortune reports that over the last three decades, only 23 companies in the Fortune 500 have tried a co-CEO structure, including their rival Oracle with Safra Katz and Mark Hurd as the co-CEOs there. Of course, my mind always uh, will go to remember the immortal uh, CEO partnership at RIM with Mike Lazaridis and Jim Balsillie, which we all know uh, did fantastic jobs competing with that darn iPhone. That just about does it for the Gestalt IT Rundown for this week. Uh, Tom and I will be back together, I think, next week. Uh, We've kind of been uh, two ships in the night kind of crossing paths, but uh, I am back full-time now from paternity leave. Uh, So thank you, Tom, so much for filling in, and thanks once again to Sips and Such for uh, letting me sit in and use their stuff while I'm having some internet kerfuffles. Uh, and just a reminder, you can check out some more great stuff. Uh, Tech Field Day has actually a Cloud Field Day going on, so if you go to techfieldday.com, you can see the live stream of that going on today through Friday. You can also go to gestaltit.com and find more IT coverage from myself and Tom and uh, some other contributing writers. We had a really interesting uh, review of uh, Stormagic's Sand uh, that just went up last week, so you can check that out there as well. Also, all sorts of good stuff going on there. Uh, check it out, gestaltit.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Anthropology. MR Anthropology is the place to find that. Uh, so until next time we meet, remember everybody, have a super sparkly day.